Hello, hello, hello. I would like to welcome you to the To Be Honest podcast. I am your host, Bray DeWalt, wife, mother, and minister. And today, I have a special guest, y'all. A special guest. My very own husband, Pastor Byron DeWalt. We have been married now for 27 years. We have three beautiful children. We have uh, even (laughs) more grandchildren and even a great grandchild. (laughs) So this is exciting. He is he is actually retired from the military of 24 years. Um, He is he's he's currently working at Volvo. But, you know, God is really awesome. And and everything that he's done um, with us and through us. The biggest thing, though, that I want to say is. First, how you doing, Pastor Byron DeWalt? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. First of all, let me just say that I am super proud of you for doing this. This is something that you always wanted to do, and to see it coming in fruition is just mind blowing. And you're on what episode? What six now? Or something like I that? I think it's yeah. Yeah. Look here, I, I'm so excited. I don't know what to do. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You know, sometimes we don't have. There's, you know, we don't have support from our spouses and the things that we like to do, but that's one thing about us. I could say we both support one another. And so this is a really good thing. So thank you so much for being you a good sport. You very much welcome. <laughs> do your thing. All right. All right. So, you know, I know you've listened to both podcasts. Does my body belong to me? Parts one and two. Mm. And so I'm going to go ahead and read the scripture that we already had for that, which was um, 1 Corinthians 7, 3 through 5. And it reads, the husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs and the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. Verse 4, the wife gives authority over her, her, her body to her husband and the husband gives authority over his body to his wife. Mm. Now, verse five, do not deprive each other of sexual relations unless you both agree to refrain from sexual intimacy for a limited time. Can I say that one more time for a limited time? So you can give yourselves more completely to prayer. Afterward, you should come together again so that Satan won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Amen. Amen. So, so Pastor DeWalt, I want to, I want to ask you a, a question. What, what, what would you like to comment about after you listen to the first two episodes? What- I think one of the first things I would say is as a world, we tend to get that confused or uh, we, we tend to make that one-sided. Mm. Um, I know we've been to plenty marriage conferences, you know, and, and we love doing them every so often, every year if we can. And every time the topic of sex comes up, it's always the wife withholding from the husband. Mm. But I'm here to tell y'all, that's not always the case, Okay. Um, we always tend to think wives, you need to give it up and all of this, but there are some husbands out there that are not as active as their wives. Don't ask me how I know that, but (laughs) (laughs) it does happen in reverse. And I think as a, uh, uh, 
people, we need to understand, you know, males without ego, even if we are not the ones um, that are, are benefiting or whatever, however you want to uh, say that, we will act like it's our wives not giving it up because of an ego thing. Mm. But, you know, there are men out there that are not as active as their wives, but that is never seemed to be talked about. So when I heard those podcasts and, and I understand the scripture says for both not to be withholding, but that both part is never really talked about is always wives do not withhold from your husband. But the scripture says for both of us, it doesn't say both of us for a reason, for no reason. <laughs> That's a really good point, Pastor um, DeWall. I, I never really thought about the fact that if God is saying, he didn't just say it to the women, he said it to the men too. So both parties definitely have a part in that where they could be responsible for withholding yes. from someone. So thank you for that. Thank you for bringing that point to light. And, and so many times men, like you were saying, have this ego or really, I, I if, if I were to be truthfully honest, I think it goes back to when we we're growing up and it was supposed to be men are, you know, boys will be boys and you know girls are supposed to be good girls yeah. and and so <laughs> we get all of these things kind of conflated because we we don't understand that each person each party we're different we're not all girls are not the same all all guys are not the same correct no. correct and you know it's funny that you say that that we grow up like that that the, the boys gonna be boys and the girls supposed to be good girls you know that causes a lot of problems in households too um Sometimes people get married, and I've heard this said before. Uh, we get married, and there are certain things with Bible. First of all, let's be clear: the Bible says the bed is undefiled for married couples. Amen. But when it comes to that saying you just said about the girls will be girls, or the boys will be boys, and the girls will be good girls, then when husbands, when men, boys grow up to be men and get married, they have a problem seeing their wives in a different way. Mm. That's so their wives point. are the good girls at home, but then when they're missing something in the bedroom or the, the wild side, if you want to call it, they tend to want to go elsewhere, not understanding that the bedroom is under file for America. Wow. Wow. Y'all are getting some good nuggets from Pastor DeWalt here. Brothers, don't, don't, don't come after me now. All right. I'm trying to help us out. Amen. 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 And I think it is important to notice that because women, you know, we're, we are taught to look at ourselves in one way where we can get sex kind of misconstrued as well, thinking that we're not supposed to enjoy sex. We're not supposed to have fun, especially when we're saved. We really believe, oh my gosh, I've heard it where people would say that sex was only for procreation but god made sex and it's good for the relationship and so i think that we got to read our bibles because <laughs> the bible's very clear yeah amen and, and, and we can't uh, allow the world to dictate what sex is because i've been uh, been in the military i've been stations in part of the world where the belief is exactly that the a man has sex with a woman to make babies but they have sex with men for fun Mm. So we have this thing all messed up. Amen. My wife fun. I don't care what y'all. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Is that too much for the podcast. I'm sorry. That, 
but it's truth. And I think that sometimes we, we forget about truth. We want to, we want to talk about everything, but we don't want to dig into sex in, in the body of Christ. And I'm not sure why, especially when it seems that so many people are going through so many issues. Yeah. There are marriages that have been destroyed because both parties were unaware of how to have sex in the relationship. So it's really about us speaking truth. To be honest, this is the topic that we need to be talking about today. I wish I had this topic when I was young. Amen. Amen. And and so many times we don't talk about it. So I, I want to ask you another question, Pastor DeWalt. When you, you know, what was your battle when you read the word about your body not belonging to you? Well, going back to what I said earlier, you know, as a man, you know, we're macho. You know, first of all, you're not going to tell me what belongs to me and what don't belong to me. So, <laughs> God, I had a problem with that in the beginning. I'm just going to be honest with you. But uh, uh, it, it was about me. I would do it when I want, and that's it. But I had to uh, learn and grow and understand that the that's pride. And I, I, <laughs> you know, and I didn't want to go, you know, I didn't want to fall any further than I already had, but that's for a whole nother podcast. But right, you know, right, right, right. So yes, I, I had a I had a problem with that at the beginning, and I learned that you know, by not uh, by withholding, it does allow the enemy to come in. And you know, we have a friend that says you can't get a devil foothold. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and you know, people out there, you know, this was challenging for me as well because I you know, read the scriptures and, and I would try to go about it in a nice way and say, okay, so, um, hon, come on, let's look at these scriptures and see what it says <laughs> so we can understand. But again, you know, he, I, you know, he really had to process this. And so we want things to happen ASAP. And so I, I had to go into my prayer time and I had to pray, you know, for my husband. And so I would say to the men out there, you know, if you're the head of your household, which you should be because you are the man, then if you're if if your wife is struggling with giving her body over to you, then I would say pray. I would say you would anoint her. Maybe this is a scripture that you would pray and say, God, I thank you that she's given the, the authority of her body over to me. Thank you. You know, start speaking and declaring it so that it can be so, because then that way you're, you're praying, you're interceding on her behalf, and then God honors that prayer. That's right. Uh, Romans 4, 17, part B says, speak those things that be not as though they were. Amen. Amen. So it is important for us to be praying. And so it's not to take the, the scriptures and beat it over their head and say, you're going to do this. No, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. And we need to understand that, you know, if a, if another if the other party doesn't understand it, it's for us to pray, not to go out and find out find you know it from someplace else. Mm -hmm. No, pray for your marriage. Right. Amen. 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 So I, I, I'm glad that we came to that because even though um, you might have withheld at times, was that was that also a struggle for you? You mean just withholding? Was yeah. it a struggle? Yeah, it was a struggle. Um, you, you, I was withholding uh, at, at certain times in our marriage, but it became a struggle, and I didn't understand the whole scripture about you know not giving the enemy a foothold because 
with withholding, you are allowing Satan to come in between the union that God has joined together. It says, <laughs> what God has put together, let no man put asunder. And I had to get to the point where I got the revelation that no man putting asunder also included me. Mm, so we look good. at that no man putting asunder as an outside party, but that includes the two people in, in, uh, that's in the marriage as well. Amen. That's a good point, Pastor. That's a good point because I think that we separate the two. Yeah. We, we, we don't think that we could be the one that's causing the marriage to fall. Yes. We don't think that way. So that's a really good point that you bring up. So if you are, when he says, let no man put asunder, I always say, let no man know or woman put it asunder okay because god joined you together yeah. amen there's no no man no woman or neither one of us <laughs> neither one of us absolutely absolutely so even if you are the one withholding understand that you can also be bringing a struggle in the marriage because sometimes you can be withholding just because not only because you don't want to do it but you can be withholding because you want to control yourself your body yeah Right. Control you and, mm. and the spouse. Mm. See, now that is going just a little bit deeper, huh? Yes. So that so if if you're using that as a way to control your spouse, men and women, I'm I'm speaking to you, men and women of God, please don't do that because right. that is control. That is control. Manipulation as well. Mm. And that too. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to do that because God is not happy when we're trying to control and manipulate. He doesn't try to control and manipulate us. Right. Amen. Right. And so we shouldn't be trying to control and manipulate our spouses. Exactly right. So I, I thank you for, for stating that um, because some people don't realize it's not that they just don't want to do it. It's that they're actually trying to control the spouse by not doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I believe I mentioned that in one podcast, but I don't think I said it as eloquently as you just said it just now. <laughs> Different words, same meaning. <laughs> so no, that's really that's really a good point. Thank you for sharing that. And, and and so that leads me to the next question: What would you say to you know women and men out there, husbands and wives who are dealing with this issue on 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 the in, that you dealt with it? Well, I think the biggest way uh, to to help someone is to be an encourager, to be a motivator. I mean, the, the last thing you want to do is degrade the person. Okay. That yes. sets you back even further. I, I haven't seen anyone progress <laughs> from degrade being degraded. Uh, so you want to, you, as you said earlier, you want to pray. That's first and foremost the need to pray. It, so keep showing your spouse the love that you have you know don't you don't want to make it okay like okay well you know what then my eyes are going to start roaming elsewhere and that's not going to help the situation either right. because here's the thing no one wants to do anything from being forced or obligation you know it's just like you said it's fun right you come together intimacy unity you keep the devil out your house. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree with you 100%. I do feel like when we make threats and we say, well, I'm going to just do this or I'm just going to do that, that also invites the devil into your household. Yeah. I mean, because how many times, how many times are you going to give somebody a threat until they just say, you know what, just go ahead just, and mm -hmm. <laughs> you get tired of hearing the same thing over and over again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that's a good point that you make. So you know, I too would encourage people, as I said earlier, to pray, 
Now, you know, initially when it started happening, I didn't do that because I didn't know to do that. You know, when we got together, we weren't saved. And so I didn't know to shock, isn't it, (laughs) y'all? I wasn't saved. And so therefore I didn't know to go to God and say, God, can you help with this situation? Can you help with that situation? And so, you know, when we, when we got, when we did get saved, then it was like, okay, I'm, I know that I can't go and do other things, but God, what can I do? Yeah. Can, can I just add one point in here? Prayer, prayer, prayer. Also, I know as people we have confidants we have close people that we're able to combine in but i will tell you straight out of my mouth to to your ears please be careful who you are confiding in Mm, because that will lead you that can lead you down the wrong path because everyone does not have your best interest some people look at that as an opportunity Mm. especially if you are confiding in the opposite sex. Well, with these days, it doesn't matter which sex you're confiding <laughs> in. Goodness gracious. Praise the Lord. That's another podcast as well. Yes, it is. I don't think we're ready for that one just yet. But, you know, he is absolutely correct in the sense that, you know, you we have to be careful who we confide in. You know, it's easy to say I'm having this problem, but some people would look at that as an opportunity. And I would say women... You even in this day and age, you still got to be careful, but you shouldn't be talking to a man about this because that can also bring the enemy into your household. Men, I will say the same thing to you. Don't talk to another woman about this because that can bring the enemy into your household. Let me repeat that. Men, do not talk to another woman about any issues you're having with your wife, whether it's sex, communication, the way she cleans or don't clean. I don't care what it is. Please do not have a conversation with another woman about your spouse. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And I and, and I think that would clear up a lot of things as well, but also make space and make time to come together. Sometimes we suffer in silence mm-hmm. and our spouses don't know that we're really going through some challenges by not, you know, by not being intimate. Because intimacy is key in a relationship, in your marriage, because that's the way we connect. And so then if you're not connecting through intimacy, through sex, then how else are you connecting? And and so we can make up all kinds of excuses, but what ends up happening, and, and this happened with us, what happens is you really start to disconnect. Mm-hmm. And- Disconnect, dislike. Mm, that that <laughs> part. This, and, and so you, you get further apart and rather than getting closer together. And so that intimacy is supposed to bring us closer together. And so I think that that's important to note. You want to make that time. You don't want to say, I'm all right, nothing's wrong, when there is something actually wrong. Yeah, I mean, look, we lived in the same house, and there was more distance between us from South Carolina to California. <laughs> and we're he, under the same roof. And he is telling the absolute <laughs> truth. And, and, and it was, you know, I felt like as the woman no, you're the man, you should chase me. And, and I, you know, so we have a lot of those things that we bring into the marriage, those thoughts that we feel like it's supposed to be. And it's not always the case. So I think it's important. First, if you have these problems, if you're the one withholding, ask God to help you to give a love 
and affection to your spouse like never before. Mm-hmm. If if you're the one that's on the opposite end, I would say definitely you need to pray, but also communicate with your spouse. Yes. Amen. 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 Anything else you want to add, Pastor? Well, don't withhold. <laughs> He is right about that. Whether you are one side or the other, please make sure that you don't withhold. You know what? Just one last thing before we close. It's amazing how many times I've heard that happening in the church. And I'm going to leave that just like that. And and it shouldn't be so. I'm going to just say that Mm -hmm. part right there. It shouldn't be so. so. So we should be able to talk about it. You know, and so I look forward to hearing your comments and, and you, you know, whatever else you think about it. Um, I have a, a page right now on Instagram called To Be Honest Podcast. You can go ahead and reach me on there. You can go ahead and send a message and just, you know, tell me what you think about the podcast. But I want to thank Pastor DeWalt for coming and sharing and being transparent where a lot of men are unwilling to be transparent. He was willing to be transparent. I, I just thank you for that, Pastor. Well, I really thank you. Thank for you for inviting me. Amen. Amen. I feel like I'm on a live radio. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you for listening today to 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 Piana's podcast, where Tuesday is Truth Day and Jesus is Lord. I want you to have a blessed day, and until next time, we never know. This is Does My Body Belong to Me, Part Three. Yeah. All right. Have a blessed day.